And good day, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Destiny Radio. My name is Joe, and tonight we are continuing our segment, Decade with Destiny. We're getting to know Destonians from all over the world who have been walking the Destiny process, and we're getting to hear their real personal stories about how Destiny has been a part of their lives and what they've learned within walking the process with Destiny. Destiny has been around for 10 years now. It is our 10-year anniversary. So to celebrate with us tonight, we have Aldin on the line with us, who is a fellow Destonian who has been walking this process with us for many years now. Are you on the line with us, Aldin? Yes, hello, good evening, and thank you for having me. So, uh, let's start off with getting to know a little bit about you for those uh, people out there who may be new to the process or who weren't around back in the early days. Um, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, tell us where you're from, how you discovered Destiny, and what made you take the red pill? <laughs> Alrighty, so I am originally born in Bosnia, and I moved with my family in 1991 when the war started to Austria Vienna and have since been growing up and living here, uh, getting a job, making a living here. <clears throat> and I'm currently 26 years old and I discovered and started the process actively in around 2007, 2008. So you were um, actually quite young when you, when you started process. Yes, I was. I remember I was like 17, turning like around 18 in like a month after. Ah. It was a very interesting time. <clears throat> so, um, how did I get to Destiny? It was a bit of a funny process, actually. I was for many years really into um, the more spiritual side of um, martial arts, hmm. um, especially like Bruce Lee, reading a lot about him. And it built up to like 2007, where around, I want to say October or November, yeah. I found actually Bruce Lee videos, uh, back then it was like portaled um, through Stinet. Right. And I'm like, well, that day I was like just doing my usual thing, browsing like Bruce Lee, watching like integrating techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. So I come across this video and I'm like, what? <laughs> like Bruce Lee speaks alive? What? No. So I click on it, I watch it and I'm like, whoa. This is yeah. really weird, but like at the same time, something drew me to it. Like I want to investigate more, mm. but at that time I actually just let it be, let it go for a moment. And um, so I just continued my normal life, so to speak. And in 2008, the following year around March, I came across the exact same videos from Bruce Lee and I gave it another shot and it drew me even more at that mm. time. So I actually took the time and allowed myself to go on the website back then and read through the various um, articles and the FAQ section and stuff like that. And um, I remember a lot of the stuff really resonated in me and um, answered a lot of questions I had about, about life, about me, about my emotions, the mind, mm. et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, from there I just took it really. I just read through the FAQs, the articles. Um, a, couple, uh, a moment after that, like maybe like two weeks or so, I registered on the forum. I participated there, started the forgiveness process slowly. And um, yeah, from there, I've been kind of like rolling. That's actually pretty cool that you discovered Destiny at kind of a younger age than a lot of people. You kind of got a head start on deprogramming yourself and getting to know who you are, which is really awesome. Yes, I agree. So 
what would you say was special about the Destiny material that kind of drew you in? Because I know that there was that initial connection towards the Bruce Lee material, like, whoa, Bruce Lee, mm -hmm. what, what's going on here? And that kind of mm -hmm. plants the seed. But what was it about the Destiny message overall that kind of stuck with you? Yeah, so um, also with like the Bruce Lee thing in time, I was like also getting more into readings of um, Krishnamurti and Buddha and things like that. Mm. And I, I was really throughout my life really developing a lot of like issues with in terms of like self-image, self-judgment, um, socializing and stuff like that. So I, so I had no, no reference or tools on how to work. Um, with myself, especially since we also came from from like a different country to the new one, and I had to like relearn everything here. Yeah. Um, so really, everything that I read from Krishnamurti to Buddha to Bruce Lee and stuff like that was was cool in terms of like a knowledge base, but it didn't really give me any tools that are that are like I can I can grab with my hands so to speak and really work and see the results. Yeah. So with Destiny, like and discovering the videos and going into the material for reading and watching, um, they actually like gave tools that I could apply, namely, you know, like self-forgiveness, and we also did the um, self-statements, the I am statements, you know, like the I am confidence and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I tried them, they really worked and they made a difference in my self-experience and how I approach people and how I deal with my life issues, parents, family, the whole nine yards. So what was really special for me is like that, here's this person or this group that really have practical tools that work in terms of changing issues that I have in terms of say, changing myself and um, being able to live more nicely, so to speak, with myself. That's really cool. Uh, that's something that I notice as well is with destiny, it isn't just another philosophy. I mean, there are many, many beautiful philosophies that if you read it, you, you kind of feel wise and, and knowledgeable. And that's basically where it ends. Um, a lot of philosophies and groups out there, you kind of get this nice high. Uh, you get this love and light and this, this mm -hmm. airy fairy, oh, I'm so wise, I'm so in tune, I am one with everything, I am at peace. But <laughs> none of it is actually practical. None of it actually leads to you taking self-responsibility. It doesn't lead you to understand your own thoughts and your own role in accepting thoughts and emotions and feelings within yourself and what that contributes to in not only your own life, but the lives of other people. In terms of destiny, I think that was something that stuck out with me as well, was that we weren't just talking about these fantastic things like, wow, all these beings coming through the afterlife and the portal and but the focus, you know, despite having all of these crazy things going on, was always about self, was always right. self-forgiveness. Who are you? And to me, I mean, that, I think that really solidified destiny as like something substantial. Do you relate to that? Yes, absolutely. I can see where you're coming from and I agree 100% with you. I mean, in my spirituality years, so to speak, I was like, you know, coming across phrases, oh, you shouldn't judge yourself, you know, love yourself and stuff. You know, it's really <laughs> yes. great and makes you feel like super nice. Yeah. But like maybe three, four hours later or the next day at, late, at last, like you're feeling shit again. You're judging yourself. But exactly. like later on with the destiny tools, like, you know, I had self-forgiveness and like I could like apply and like dig deeper where my issue comes from with myself. Yeah. And change, you know, and then like where I'm now at the point, it's like 
really easy to like stop the self-judgment if I caught myself like really going back into it, you know? Yeah, I remember when I first started and I was working a job uh, in, a, in a retail store and I would have all kinds of, you know, chatter, back chat and frustrations throughout the day. But when I started walking my process, you know, this is me going into it, having been a love and light guy. I was all about cr crystals and positive energy and law of attraction. And I would go into work with a mindset of what's happening right now doesn't matter, isn't real. I just have to focus on what I want to attract into my life. Focus on the money that I'm going to make. Focus on getting promoted. Focus on owning the store that I'm working in now and one day being able to just sell it all off and just fire everybody. Just focus on what I want. Focus on the good. And that made my job performance very bad. <laughs> um, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was so busy getting myself amped up that I was ignoring everything that was going on in my life ignoring everything that was going on in who I was from moment to moment. And then when I started walking the process, I started to see how detached I was from myself, from my own mm -hmm. thoughts. And it was just crazy. And this is after years and years of doing meditations and spell work and occult stuff and all kinds of things, trying to make something happen in my life. And then here comes destiny. Mm -hmm. And within the first few months, the kinds of changes I started to walk through were, were tangible, were real. I was actually changing. For me, that just, that pretty much nailed it. You know, here's something that is giving you basically all the answers you could ever ask for. But more than that, it's making it real. It's forcing you to engage. You have to do the writing. You have to do the self-forgiveness. You be the change. You take responsibility and you actually change. Right. Um, You're not basing anything on like hope or like separate powers. Or exactly. Like exactly. <laughs> so what are some of the things that you faced within the time that you've spent having uh, found destiny, having been mm -hmm. applying the tools, walking the process, what are some of the, the challenging things that you've faced within your process these past years? Oh man, what a question. <laughs> I want to yeah. say like everything, but I've got to pick a few <laughs> things, I guess. Um, I remember initially, like just as a quick note, when I, when I found destiny, you know, and like all the new information about thoughts and emotions and applying yourself, I was like so freaking like overwhelmed with everything. Mm. Like, it was yeah. such a such a hurdle so to speak to like just like wake up and like just like continue like participating in the material and like applying myself but in time it really got better the more you, you apply yourself and your thoughts you change and stuff like that um one of the issues that i really faced was um to deal with depressions where it's very easy for me to just go and switch into like depressive and desperation states and stuff like mm. that yeah. Um, and that took me quite a long time alongside, of course, also like the self body, self image issues and self judgment and kind of like isolating myself from people and social interactions. Um, so that was quite a challenge that I walked for, for, I want to say like a couple of years till I really got to kind of like a stable 
um, solid stand with me, where now I'm more outgoing, I'm more ready to participate in conversations. Um, I know in the Brussels meeting, I really pushed myself to just like, participate with people mm. and like embrace them, you know, as like kind of like a like a family, so to speak, and share yeah. myself. Like seeing like they're not biting, you know, <laughs> even if they judge me. I mean, I mean that that's their thing. They need exactly. To with I need to work with my own shit and myself, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so it's definitely self-judgment being really easily affected by depression and negativity in terms of like emotions. Um, also in terms of like relationships, I was really shy and stuff like that. Whereas now I'm, I'm in a relationship, I'm actually married for um, three and a half years for now. Um, so there was a big change within my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are the top things that just came <laughs> up really. The biggest ones being depression and, um, self-judgment. Yeah, um, it's always interesting looking at this question because sometimes we tend to only look at the big noticeable things, but mm -hmm. we tend to kind of overlook like the smaller things. And what I mean by that is um, when I take myself, for example, when I look at the things that I've changed over the years, yeah, I mean, there have been big noticeable changes in terms of who I am and where my life is going versus where I was. But it's also in the day-to-day changes where you know before walking process i would never question my thoughts what whenever i would have a judgment towards somebody i would just go with it i mean, hey, I, I have this right. thought it must be real it must be coming from me and uh, i would never stop to question it never stop to reflect where is this coming from what is this showing to me about myself and over the years it's kind of like i've shifted into like i now automatically will just reflect. I will just kind of automatically say, whoa, 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 hold on. Where is this coming from? Why am I having this reaction? Why am I wanting to be nasty to this person? Or why am I wanting to you know, be cold toward this person? What am I really acting out here? And in that little change, there are so many things, so many events in my life, so many conversations that I was able to have because I took that step of realizing my self-awareness, just mm -hmm. that little moment of like, whoa, hold on, pump the brakes, slow down. Mm -hmm. What am I really doing here? And I can't right. say now, like how many times that has had an effect over the kind of life I've been able to create since walking process, you know, the amount of people I've met, spoken to, the kind of relationships I've developed the life experiences I've allowed myself to have, uh, the courage that I've developed, call it that. Yeah, I really can't count <laughs> how many have been a result of me walking process. So it's one of those things where, yes, we have these major big life changes, but we also have these seemingly small changes that accumulate over the course of years. Yeah, man, exactly, right? I mean, now that you said it, like, I'm like, why am I neglecting the small little changes, you know, in my everyday life where, you know, I would go into anger and I would never question it back then. Mm -hmm. Like I would participate in like really violent thoughts and beating people up because they pissed me off and stuff. And now like, if yeah. I catch myself, like these small moments, like, wait a minute, why is this coming up? You know, what are the thoughts associated? What is the issue I have with myself? Let me yeah. look at it. And then I, you know, I look into it and like immediately I'm like, oh, let me see what word can I live that is more constructive and supportive, you know, that doesn't allow me to separate myself from this person, but kind of like embrace it as an equal, you know, from there I take it. 
Yeah, and what's cool about that is that is an action that you take. It's not like a a belief. It's like oh, just just focus on feeling better. No, it's 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 a it's an actual step of self movement, self correction. I think that's right. That's something so unique about destiny. You actually do it, so it's not magic. You're actually <laughs> seeing it happen. You're the one doing it. Yeah, Joe. I- I agree totally with you there. I mean, it's like you do it all by yourself. I mean, for yourself and as yourself, you know, you apply the tools and it's kind of like really awesome to think like, you know, you created yourself. Like, mm. hey, I woke this like issue like for let's say like six months and I changed, you know, yeah. I did it, you know, in my own power. I mean, of course with tools and support, and communication, but in the end, it's like yourself that actually has to take that step within you to actually execute and do and live and change. Yeah, and that's a point I want to open up a bit more here because mm-hmm. um, while this is absolutely a self-directed process, meaning the tools are here, the support is here, the community is here, but you have to walk it for yourself because only you can do it. But that's not to say that you can just do it alone because that's another kind of trap that some people mm-hmm. may have fallen into. I myself included. Um, so if there's anybody listening, in, you know, to Destiny Radio, maybe tuning in for the first time, maybe you're a Destonian who's walked for a while, but then you kind of fell off the wagon, or maybe you're you've been following but you haven't really applied yourself. Um, maybe you have questions such as these. So this is why we want to talk about it here and now. So yes, this is a self-directed process, but I never ever could have walked this if I didn't have support, if I wasn't part of the community, if I wasn't on the forums, reading in the material, looking at what other people are doing and trying and getting support and feedback from other people who are equally walking their process, facing perhaps different points, different things in their lives, but from their walking, I can learn what to incorporate into my own living, my own process. And likewise, stories I've shared over the years, even though I felt like, who am I to be sharing this? This is so weird and and stupid. It's just this weird thing I'm going through. But over the years, people have come to me and said, Joe, thank you for sharing that. Because I was facing that point and I felt alone. And when I read what you did and how you supported yourself, that allowed me to do the same. And that is something so real. So, so yeah, it's so I want to say I want to use like the word special, not not in that sense, you know. Right. Like really empowering and like yes. beautiful. I want to say it's like you you actually were were able to put yourself out there and like somebody else stumbled across it and you know you assisted and supported in unimaginable yeah. ways. What comes up for me is is gratefulness because yes, it's like a it's not an ego thing. It's like oh look how cool I am. How many people are nice? <laughs> right? And um, but it's like a wow, people like were able to understand what I was going through and through looking at what I've done, they were able to support themselves out of it. And that's, that's just awesome. That is such a, a cool right. recognition of what is equally within all of us. So um, for those of you out there, the lone wolves, look, I was one of you. I tried to walk this process by myself. I tried to isolate myself. And yeah, I developed some cool points of independence and uh, a feistiness and a willingness to 
you know, do whatever it takes to take care of myself. But I also pushed people away. And I was also um, very much doing more harm to myself and my life by isolating myself and feeling like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't um, able to share or that I shouldn't share because I'm not completely transcended from my points yet. And all of these weird excuses that I participated in where I would just basically wait and isolate myself and stay on the outside, not actually doing what I needed to do, which was to reach out and be humble and be open mm -hmm. and allow myself to receive the support that I actually needed and to allow myself to admit that there are things that I need help with. Uh, for guys, that tends to be a big thing. So fellows, oh, yeah. come on, just do yourself a favor, get over yourself. Uh, because all the things that you're doing in secret, we've all done and we're still here. Do yourself that favor of reaching out and release yourself from that trap. Because you know, as I knew when I was in it, how much of a burden it was actually to keep trying to do everything by myself alone mm -hmm. and how lonely that felt. You don't need to live that way. Yeah, no, you said it perfectly. Couldn't say it myself better. <laughs> cool. I mean, I was, I was also in that same boat, you know, just wanting to do everything by myself. And I mean, guys, girls, whoever is listening, like you can't do everything on your own. I mean, it's going to mm -hmm. be so much easier in your life and your process, just like allowing yourself, as you said, to receive help, you know? Yes. I mean, and in the end, you know, nobody's going to do it for you anyway. I mean, you just receive help for communication people may be showing you your techniques but in the yeah. end you're still also you know you're doing it yourself anyway so yeah it's it's one of those things where look if if my mind wasn't shown to me if my patterns weren't pointed out to me the way that it was i may not have ever discovered it on my mm -hmm. own and that is the design of what we've accepted and allowed as the minds that we exist as um it's very hard to, to reflect on yourself when you haven't yet developed that self-awareness. And sometimes it takes someone who cares enough about you, cares enough about life to point it out to you and not be afraid to lose your friendship, mm -hmm. to be brutal and honest with you so that you can start seeing it for yourself. And that is what destiny has been for me throughout all these years. It's something that I'm so grateful for. Same here. It's like, it's like the real, for me, it's like the real definition of like a family of life, you know? Yeah. And man, Joe, we have to remember where we come from and the process we have walked with destiny, you know, if it weren't for destiny and the tools shared and the support received from Bernard, from Sinead, from dimensional beings, from fellow Estonians, like yeah. we wouldn't be where we are, you know? So <laughs> exactly. Like, Destiny's been around for 10 years. Um, and I'm not going anywhere. I've gone to that point of no return. I can't even stop now if I tried. Believe me, sometimes I still do. I have my bad days where sometimes I'll like see if, like, okay, what if I don't support myself? What happens? And I'll just feel like crap. And I can't, I physically can't stay there anymore. Exactly, yeah. So it's a point of like, well, here I am. Okay, I'm here. I'm walking it. Um, despite how hard I may fight sometimes yeah. with myself, I can't go back anymore. I've taken the red pill mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't puke it back up. I'm sorry. Once you and, I, and I wouldn't want to like, you know, take the blue pill. I would yeah, always want to take and, the red pill. 
it's one of those things where it's like, even if you try to lie to yourself again, even when you allow yourself to go into patterns and points, you, that awareness doesn't go away. You will always know what you're doing to yourself. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you forever lose the excuse of, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it just doesn't work anymore. Just funny, I remember Bernard once told me, like, because I was also around the block a couple of times going away, as you said, into isolation, trying to do you know, everything by myself. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I told him, like, oh, I, I try, like, to go away, but it doesn't work. Not that <laughs> I really wanted to do it, but it's like I had these moments, these days yes. where everything was too much. And it's yes. like, you know, man, once you discover self-honesty, you are fucked for life. Yeah. <laughs> and that is yeah. so true. It's like, you can't go back. And it's, you can't. it's beautiful, you know. It's great. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's kind of like um, when you go to a magic show and you, you accidentally discover how the magic is performed and suddenly the trick doesn't appeal to you anymore. You're seeing exactly how it works and you're no longer distracted. You're no longer falling for the illusion of it. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what happens when you get to a certain point of self-awareness. You know, these feelings of like, ooh, if I go into this right now, I can totally be all depressed and I can get all kinds of attention from people and I can be like all pouty and I can just be like this gloomy person and I'll, uh, people are going to want to care about me and show me how much they care. Ooh, and then I'll find out who my real friends are. All of these things, you're going to start seeing like a mile away and you're going to be like, well, I can pretend I don't see it or just <laughs> rather change myself. Right. And I mean, you know what? Don't take it from me. Join the forum if you haven't already. Walk the process. Sign up for DIP Light. Check it out for yourself. Give it an honest go and you'll see what I mean. You'll see it for yourself. I don't need to actually defend destiny. I don't actually need to speak on its behalf because only you it can show it to yourself. It, it speaks for your, itself if you actually walk it. I can mm -hmm. say that 100%. So. Same here. And if I can just add something. Please um, do. If, if, if any of your listeners, like guys and girls, are like, in, you know, in your isolation state, like join me where, and you just don't want to go back because of shame, because I was there, you know, I was like ashamed to go back because like, you know, I woke for like two years and I disappeared kind of for two years, mm -hmm. you know, just rearing my head here and there in time saying, hello, I'm still alive here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so when I, when I finally had that, you know, I courage to push for a check with Bernard to receive help and support, you know, he said like, man, why are you judging yourself for two years? What are two years, you know, in comparison to like a lifetime of what you can build and create from here? So yeah. just allow yourself to drop the past, you know, re-enter, so to speak, yourself, your process and just take it from there, you know, daily applications. That's the key for me, for example. That is awesome. Thank you so much for bringing in that point. Um, because it really doesn't matter if you are a former Dystonian who fell off the wagon and you've been off for years, or you're someone that, you know, maybe you went through something difficult recently, someone passed away, or you lost a job, or a relationship went sour, um, and you are feeling like, what's the point? Don't judge yourself. No matter how long you've been away from applying the tools and walking the process, it is nothing compared to the potential that you have. Absolutely.
in one breath, you can actually start to turn everything around. It's possible. I've seen it done. I've done it myself. I've had to reboot several times. I haven't put out a series of my, my life just yet. Maybe I'll do that soon one day. and You guys will see how, really, Joe? Really? All those times? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many times I had to kick myself in the nuts. And I had, other, people, other people had to come and kick me in the nuts yeah. just to get me moving. So don't judge yourself. Walk. Breathe. We're here. And um, we're family. That's how I see it. Exactly. The tools will always be here waiting for you, you know. So what I realized is like the only one that is really like preventing me and holding me back and not giving me access to tools and a return, so to speak, quote unquote, is myself. Yes. So if I remove myself as that point of, you know, the wall between me and the potential that I see is available, man, I would just remove myself from like being, you know, preventing me to do that. It's going to be beautiful once you allow yourself to like, you know, just continue reboot so to speak yeah well time has flown as these sessions tend to do but Aldine, thank you so much for coming on the line sharing yourself with us sharing the real stories of what it means to be a dystonian what it means to walk this process um it's not magical but you know the results um <laughs> You know, I've seen myself change. I've seen people change and grow in ways that I would never have thought possible. So is that magic? Well, the results seem to appear magical, but the tools are real. I can tell you Mm -hmm. it is a real thing. Aldine, uh, we're coming now to the close of our segment. Thank you so much for Thank coming you very on much the for air. Me. This has been a really cool conversation. Really cool points opened up. Um, I'm glad to have had the opportunity to have um, walked with you, but to also in this moment introduce you to people. Uh, thank oh, yes. you for, for being a part of the group. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for being an example of what it means to actually apply and walk this process for real, being a real example of what happens when you give yourself the opportunity to really see yourself and take responsibility for yourself and what actually happens in your life when you do that. And uh, my, my pleasure, Joe. Thank you very much. And, you know, thank you to like, you know, my family, <laughs> my family <laughs> yes. of fellow Dystonians. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this segment of Decade with Destiny. We will be back with more, uh, and we will have more topics as well, not just Decade with Destiny, but if you check out Destiny Radio, there are many topics that we've taken on uh, over the years, uh, over the year uh, that we've started, and we're looking forward to doing much more. So if you have any questions, if you want us to take on a topic, uh let us know or if you'd like to come on to destiny radio and and talk with us about an issue we're happy to do that as well let us know meanwhile be sure to like share subscribe spread the word um because as fun as it is to talk about my own story and what i've been able to do i want to hear yours and i want you to start your journey if you haven't already so get the word out let people know what destiny is all about for destiny radio 
this is Joe saying goodbye for now. And thank you, Aldine, for coming on the air with us tonight.